0: Hi, this is Janet Lansbury. Welcome to Unruffled. Today I'm responding to an email from a parent who says that lately her three-and-a-half-year-old has been coming home from daycare and telling her that he's not good at certain tasks and activities. She tries being supportive, but he insists that he just can't do it. She says it's getting worse, and she's wondering how to best respond. Here's the email. Hi. My three and a half year old son is in daycare full time and recently started telling me that he's not good at counting or writing tracing letters or using a zipper, etc. He's one of the younger kids in his room at daycare, so a lot of the kids are a little more advanced than he is at certain things. He's in a four year old room. I've been responding by telling him that he just needs to practice and try his best, but he replies by reiterating that he can't do it. How do I respond? I'm not worried about his skills as they're age-appropriate, but it disturbs me that he thinks he's bad at things. I just want him to do his best and be proud of himself. I feel like I'm not responding appropriately because it seems to be getting worse and spreading to other activities, for example. Last week he told me he was bad at swimming when we were on our way to swimming lessons, which he loves. Please advise. Thank you for any help. Okay. So I think one of the most challenging things about our children making these kinds of statements or seeming to feel uncomfortable about things is to get out of our own head and our own fears around things and the way we perceive them as adults and really get into our child's head. Try to see from his perspective. Now, children naturally have what psychologist and researcher Carol Dweck refers to as a growth mindset. And that is the healthiest mindset to have because that mindset isn't deciding and judging ourselves as failures and not good and unable to do things. But as parents, it's very easy for us because we naturally are concerned about our children and we hate seeing them the slightest bit uncomfortable or disappointed or uh, going through difficulties, it's natural for us to jump to the worst scenario, which is, yikes, he's decided now at age three and a half that he's bad at things. He's already decided this and he's kind of beating himself up for it and having a defeatist attitude about it. I don't believe any of that is true, and I think that's the important perspective for us to have as parents in all situations where our children are reporting back to us or expressing feelings about things, expressing ideas about themselves. So calming ourselves and approaching these situations with curiosity, with our own growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset of, uh uh-oh, there's a big problem here. Instead, be in the process with our child. It may be that another child said this to him, that he's not good at whatever it is. We're not sure how he got that impression, or maybe this mother does know that, but she's not sharing it in her note. But that's the first thing that I would be curious about as a parent if my child said something like this. After first, you know, calming myself and realizing, you know what, their perspective is very different, and usually much healthier than ours. And coming from a place of fear as a parent is never going to be very productive. So, first of all, it's always safe to do one of Magda Gerber's magic words that she reminded us of: acknowledge. Just acknowledge. Which doesn't mean repeating his words back to him, but just allowing it to be okay that he feels what he feels. So let's say it's the first time and he says, I'm not good at counting. I would respond, wow, you feel like you're not good at counting. What does that mean? Do you get stuck? Do you feel like other people can count many more numbers than you can? Is it that there's words that you don't know yet that other children know? I would explore with that kind of curiosity, because I want to understand where my child is coming from and not jump to conclusions or make assumptions. So with some of that information from him, if he's willing to share it, then I would say something like, how does that feel to have other children doing things that you're not doing yet? And yet is this wonderful way of thinking that also Carol Dweck recommends, because that is growth mindset, to not say, this is done, I'm decided, I'm not good at this, I'm bad at these things, and I'm pretty good at these things. But really to to understand that we're always learning and growing and discovering things we can do and improving. That's what life is, you know, we're always changing, life always changes, and we always change along with it. And especially when we're three years old, we're still in a time of rapid, rapid change. So I would really walk through this with him with courage, if possible, and openness, that openness that he needs to be able to to share for us to be able to find out what he's really thinking. What does he really mean by that? It's often something totally different than what we're worried he means. So what this mom says that she did was... I've been responding by telling him that he just needs to practice and try his best. So she is saying, you know, there's room to improve here. But I think that still might be implying to him that it's not okay to be where he is. Obviously, this mother does not mean to do that. She means to do the opposite. But I think that's how it could very easily be coming across to him when she says, you just need to practice and try your best and, you know, you'll get better at it she's kind of lovingly trying to move him ahead. Instead of it just being fine where he is right now. Yes, people are doing things and you're not doing this yet. If we think about it, it really isn't a problem. And this mother even says she's not concerned about him developmentally. But as I think we would all be inclined to be, she's afraid about his feelings. She's afraid that he's feeling discouraged, not that he is behind in a problematic way, but that he, he really is not having faith in himself, that he's, you know, feeling like he can't do things. And he's picking up on that. So that's the thing is like, if we are uncomfortable about something, then our child is going to pick up on that. We're the ones that set the tone. So we're the ones that have to set the tone of our comfort with where he's at and what he thinks about where these other children are compared to him. And the problem with being uncomfortable ourselves in these situations or afraid for our child, or afraid for their uncomfortable feelings, is that then it does become this curious thing for our child to explore. You know, these are expert learners at this age. They are always wanting to learn more. And one of the things they really want to understand are their leaders. What do they think about things? How do they feel? So if he feels that you're concerned, which, you know, this mother is, she said she's disturbed that he thinks he's bad at things. So now he's wondering, why is that a bit of a trigger for my mother? Why does it bug her when I say I'm not good at things or that I'm bad at something? Why Why does that have power with her? And I think that's why it is spreading to other activities where he's saying, He's bad at swimming and, you know, he wants to see, wow, does that trouble my mother? This powerful leader person that I'm looking to, to be comfortable with me and all my thoughts and feelings and and all the things that I go through. Wow, that's a vulnerable place for her. Children are so fascinating. (laughs) They're so intuitive and so tuned in. If their parents are bugged by something, they're going to need to Keep exploring that. So again, I believe the answer or the the way to shift this is to back way up as a parent, zoom way out, and go back to he's saying something that, you know, I could take a certain way and get upset about. But because I want to know more, I'm going to approach with curiosity. And not curiosity that has panic behind it. That's not going to work either. But real trust in my child. It's the hardest thing. The interesting thing is that you'll see probably your attitude and your concerns about this were, you know, that train that you got on. And he was on a different train. (laughs) You know, he was just assessing, he wasn't judging himself. He was just assessing and maybe repeating something somebody said to him. She said, he needs to practice and try his best. And he replies by reiterating it that he can't do it. What he's saying there is, I just want you to get my message. This is how I feel. And I'm sharing this with you. I'm not asking you to fix me or see this as a problem that, you know, we need to change. I'm just sharing with you that I noticed this and maybe somebody said it to me, but is this okay, mom, you know, that I feel this way? And it has to be okay with us for him to be able to move through it easily. All feelings allowed, even these feelings, even these, even these, I can't do it. I mean, I feel like I can't about a lot of things. And I express it to myself, you know, I beat myself up for it. And then most of the time I find out that I can. But I have to go through that frustration or I have to go through that feeling of being in between and being in the process maybe not being where i want to be or other people are You're like we don't even know that he wants to be able to do the things all we know is that he's saying he's not good at these things because he sees other people doing them and he's not doing them yet so i would embrace the yet i would embrace the process and the growth mindset and the curiosity one of the most important qualities in a parent curiosity so i really hope that helps Please check out some of my other podcasts at JanetLansbury.com. And remember, both of my books are available on audio at Audible.com, No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame, and Elevating Child Care, A Guide to Respectful Parenting. You can also get them in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Apple.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Also, my exclusive audio series, Sessions, is available at SessionsAudio.com that's sessions, plural, audio.com. These are individual recordings of private consultations with parents discussing their urgent issues. You can order individual episodes or get all six in the series for about $20. Thanks so much for listening. We can do this.